lurk inside your head Find your joy, find your joy When your man won't touch you or you wanna have a baby Find your joy, find your joy When you're walking down the street and you get punched in the face Find your joy, find your joy When you wanna fire a bazooka at your neighbor's barking dog Find your joy, find your joy Find your joy, find your joy Welcome to What If Nothing's Wrong. That's Nelsie. And that's Heidi. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Heidi has the cutest earrings, like some really some statement earrings she's got going on. Really? Yeah. They're like, who? Go. Go. No, you go. I was going to say, I found them in my jewelry box. I was looking for something that I don't need to mention here. Um, But I was looking for something and found all this old jewelry. Yeah, she's also you have you're also wearing like a statement like a like a cocktail ring. Cocktail (laughs) ring is what they used to call it back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, this is what I found in my search. Oh, Lois, look, how have you got me this cocktail ring? Isn't it gorgeous? (laughs) But actually, what she has it's it's turquoise. Am I right? Uh, What you're wearing is that turquoise, honey? Yes, I I don't know if it's real, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Does it matter? Right. Oh, That's nice. Cool. Close up. Yeah. She could if she punched you with that, it would leave a mark. It would definitely leave a mark. And the earrings <laughs> and the earrings, just FYI, they're like hoops. You could they could almost be bracelets and not everyone can pull that off. But you are pulling it off. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. I look foolish when I wear when I wear hoops that big. It really like does not work on me. So really? um, believe it. Mm. Show me sometime. I've Bring always wanted, Show like, because I feel like when I see women doing that big hoop thing, I feel like it's bold, it's strong, and I do it, and I feel like I look like I got into my mother's jewelry box. <laughs> so it just doesn't work. I was thinking you were going to say that your head, like, isn't can't stay <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's too heavy. If I do the pirate thing, then I'm just like, oh, it's really bad. I'm sorry. What is the pirate thing? Does, do they all one list, earring? One list? earring. Oh, no, pirates wear one. You earring? were you were listening to the I don't know the yeah. rights. You know, I as can't if be your doing head. visual comedy when it's an audio thing. But and yet and yet I do. And yet we call it comedy. Hmm. <laughs> I can and I will. <laughs> so guys, um. Those of you that are longtime listeners, um, thank you, are going to know. Yes, thank you, thank you so much. We love you so much. Uh, you're going to notice maybe you've noticed some much. changes along the way, right? We, I have. Yeah. <laughs> only, what I, I I've, I've I've noticed a lot of changes. What I have, what hasn't changed, are the rooms that we're in. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the fact okay. that I my lipstick is matching my sweater so beautifully today. Really? And it's killing that, it. Yeah. Killing it. Thank you, Heidi. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And that Heidi has a Buddha over her head. And right now it's it's not coming out of the top of her head because she's right. worked on it. It's on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Buddha on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. So cute. Buddha so, on my shoulder. I don't know what that's not a song. I'm not getting older. Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, I can come up <laughs> with a lyric. That? Oh, so Sometimes. good. I will never scold her. She's getting bolder. You know, I told her. See? Right? Wow. You... <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. You are quite the rhymer. 
You're incredible. You my best friend this. Patience and I are constant, not constantly, quite often will just leave a song on the on the voicemail, you know, instead of a, you know, and there's rhyming involved. Sometimes we have, um, I don't remember what they call it. Like back in the day when with uh, like Cole Porter and stuff, there would be like an intro to the song and then the real song would begin. Often we do that. It's, you know, themes, bridges, choruses. It's very. That's, that's very involved. For me, when I called one of my oldest friends this yeah. morning, it yeah. went something like this. Hello. <laughs> and then. Hi. We did that for, uh, uh, that was our intro. And we uh, did that for a good, I, I, good three minutes. Uh, and you know what? I highly recommend it. I highly recommend just being unbelievably silly and goofy. I can call patients and like be really sad. And I mean, this happens with Heidi and I as well. Like we can call each, each other up in a bad mood. And then five minutes into it, we've just are laughing. Like you're talking to me in the third person. <laughs> this Heidi <laughs> no my other Heidi my other me. friend Heidi the friend my friend Heidi that <laughs> I really like funny. That, that Heidi yeah <laughs> got it but if you're feeling a little down you call That's somebody true. and instead of leaving a message you're like life is so hard sing the message and you right. will realize at the end of those two minutes you're feeling better I have to say actually with this friend this morning too I was also a, of a mood if you will, and then called her. And as soon as it was like, ah, 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 <laughs> you know, and then within moments, I felt I was, I sang my way home. I felt, I felt I was totally shifted my energy. See, look at that. Yeah. So we've got not one, but two mental health tips. Number one, talk like this. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> you could totally fit into that conversation. It's incredible. <laughs> Number two, sing your message to your friend. Rhyming's fine, but if you can't find a rhyme, that's okay too. That's okay too. So two times when I call somebody for ha for their birthday, uh -huh. I don't just sing happy birthday, but I have to get into it. My eyes are closed. I am in the happy birthday. <laughs> oh my God. That's what we do in my family as well. It's like happy birthday to you, 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 howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> Happy, happy birthday to you. Right? I love we both have the finger. <laughs> we have, we'll have finger pointing like we're real, we're going, we're going there. We're going high. We're going high. It's as if we were like jazz singers in another life. <laughs> you and me and Lena Horne and Ella Fitzgerald, we were just yeah. killing it. <laughs> uh, so good. So good. So good. So good. Oh, my Lord. <sighs> Okay. Uh, wow. That was fun. Right. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. So good Welcome morning. Well, and actually, back. can I segue into Please this? Please do. Since we're talking about, so you said the takeaways, the mental health takeaways. One of them, I think, was also about friendship. That's, yes. It was, oh. All of us were talking about old good friends of ours where we felt clearly feel comfortable and silly and have that ease. Just, yeah. Just get to be whoever the hell right. or heck you are. Yeah. Right. And just be silly. And so, and then that shifts energy and allows, I don't know, just creates a movement. And it's really, it's sweet and it's nice. And I'm grateful. Me too. To Me yeah. too. So grateful. And 
The, oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And the segue is to that. Interestingly enough, that we're speaking about friends. Isn't that my tweet last night? My prompt was about mm -hmm. friendship. Excellent. Did you know that? Nelson? I did not know that. I was going to say, oh, remind me about a new morning routine that I'm doing after the AMA, because you just made me think of that. Do you want okay. to do it now? We can cut back to friendship in a minute. Yeah, because what you were saying is talking about that brain shift. And um, I'm not, I think, I think we might have even talked about this last week that the two strongest emotions that make the biggest brain shift are love and gratitude. And my new talk about this, oh, I guess I'm just stopping strangers on the street and telling them things. <laughs> <laughs> Get over gratitude. here. Love and gratitude. <laughs> love and gratitude. It's when I'm in line at, at the stop and shop. I just scream it out. They've, they've asked me to leave several times, but um, to every morning now, and I, I did this years ago, but now I'm doing it again every morning, 10 Sorry, and as they tell you to get out of the Saba chapter, they're like, but with love, get out. We love, get out. Yeah, we love and you, you know what? We're grateful you're gone. Yes. Sorry, one more segue, and that is that lately, you know, do you remember that episode we did where you said, I love it when Heidi says something not nice to me and then says, I love you? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you how many times that's come up in my life where I then think of you, where, I, where somebody's doing something, and I'm just like, I love you, but. <laughs> sorry i don't know what it was love you friendship go ahead yeah Caddy gratitude love and gratitude. every morning i have the top of i bought myself a nice little journal um and every morning i write down 10 things i'm grateful for and it changes some mornings it might be lipstick you know it might be no it doesn't matter gratitude no. journals gratitude yeah. it's a gratitude journal that fills you up yeah it allows you to just be in the present of 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 gratefulness. Yeah, I, I can say it simply just like that. It is a uh, powerful tool. Yeah, and like back to that idea of the shift that it can create. That shift, yeah. which is so awesome, because you know when you're in a really dark place, the darker it is, the worse it is. Obviously, you you forget that there's that other place, that there are other places, and that you can kind of get there. Sometimes you can get there, not effortlessly, but uh, sometimes all it takes is talking like this. Sometimes it does. <laughs> Last night I was having a conversation with my son where I said, where he's, he's upset because I'm going out tonight. And he, no, wait, that's not it. That's not it. I'm sorry. He is upset about that, but that's not what it was. It was that he was having a bad dream and he therefore needed to come go to sleep in the living room. <laughs> I said, that's not a thing. And he said, but it has to be a thing, you know, I need that. And I, so I said, think about something positive. Let's think about your birthday. Let's think, you know, you could let his birthday party is coming up tomorrow. And I said, let's uh, not let's, but why don't you think about that? What are you going to wear? What do you, who's going to be there? What's a ba ba ba? And that's not going to work. The only thing that's going to work is one, I come outside, two, <laughs> or you stay here with me. Those are the only two things that are going to work. And I said, or three, you change the way you're thinking about this. And he says, there's no three. And I, said, <laughs> I told you there's one and two. And I said, I finally said, this is what I do for a living. Can you trust me? Because <laughs> he was telling me that it doesn't work. It doesn't work to change how you think about something. And I said, it actually does. This is actually what I do for a living, where I help people think about different ways of 
looking at a situation. And we had just happened to have read a book two nights before about uh, two animals where they're walking down the path and I think it's the chicken is saying to the, who cares what the dog, I don't know what it is. The chicken mm-hmm. says to the dog. To the wombat. The chicken says to the wombat. Chicken says to the wombat. Oh, somebody, somebody speeds by on her moped. The fox speeds by on the oh, moped. Oh, of course, those foxes. And he says, and he says, can you believe him? You know, he says to his friend, you know, it's so dangerous. He's just driving like a maniac kind of thing. Uh-huh. That's not the language. But he's driving so crazy. It's not safe. And what, you know, what's he thinking? And and the wombat says, you know, I hear you. And maybe there was an emergency that the fox had to get to and didn't have time to slow down and needed to get there. And so then they're walking along and then all of a sudden they see this uh, alligator put this big rock in the middle of the road and the and the chicken says, do you believe that? How inconsiderate, how thoughtless. There's this huge boulder in the middle. How are we going to get past that? And the wombat says, yeah. What if he put that big stone there because he's covering a hole so that we don't trip and fall into the hole? That's ridiculous, right? And then they keep walking. And then there was... Um, uh, the goat was picking all the raspberries off a bush and they're like, let's go get some raspberries. And they get to the bush and the raspberries are all gone and they were perfectly. Once right again, the goat, and the ca- you know, those foxes, those goats, you can't trust them. So <laughs> the, ch- the chicken says, can you believe that selfish goat taking all the raspberries? And the wombat says, maybe just throwing this out, maybe. Just a suggestion. Just, yeah, just a thought. The goat took the raspberries because they were super ripe and didn't want them to go bad for anybody else and is going to make something delicious with it. Make a delicious pie, a raspberry pie. Delicious pie, right. Yeah. Ridiculous. So meanwhile, they arrive at their destination, which they both had. They were on their way to the bike shop because they both needed repairs. When they get there, it turns out that the goat was making raspberry juice for everybody and the person the other one had put a boulder in the middle all of the positive reframes had been accurate and then the chi- and the chicken just and and my son looks at the reading, we're reading the book and then he looks at the chicken and he says look at the chicken's face and i said what do you think that fa- what the face means and he says he looks ashamed you know just or sad or like i can't believe that he got it wrong each time it was an interesting so there we were last night where i said we're pointed back to the reframe and I said, you remember You remember the chicken and the wombat? The wombat, right? And he said, (laughs) it's not the same. (laughs) You were like, in this scenario, I'm the wombat, you're the chicken. Okay. (laughs) Let me make it really clear. I'm leaving and you're staying in the bed and you could think about your birthday or be in darkness with your nightmare. Goodbye. I love you. Sweet dreams. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, they woke up this morning saying, this was my dream. I dreamt I was bowling, which is what we're doing for his birthday. I dreamt I was bowling. But he also, interestingly enough, was, he said that there was all this water rushing and though, and it, and you were telling me to stay away from it because I was going to get pulled in, but I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and? <laughs> and he did get pulled in and he went down the lane to where the, um, the things are the, the bowling things lanes that come down the thing that yeah but at the end of it the come yeah down yeah to sweep where the pins the ball, come down sweep, yeah mm-hmm. and and he got down to that side but then grabbed onto something and saved himself and came back and then I went back and grabbed him and he 
So I said, so this dream was about how you don't listen to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> but you survived and saved yourself. Did you say all that? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <sighs> I, uh, I want to get back to the chicken and the wombat because <laughs> of course, what, I, yeah. what I think is interesting, <laughs> first of all, I've, I've got to read this book because I want to know how it ends. Um, I told you how it ends. I know. Those, that was me being funny. That was me being funny, Heidi. Um, uh -huh. I want to read the sequel. I think what the wombat was saying. Great saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a series, all right? They're making it into... Isn't Disney Marvel? Marvel's making it into a movie. Um, Just can't let it go. <laughs> I think the wombat was saying to the chicken, "What if nothing's wrong? Nothing's wrong." Yes, exactly. Boom. Yeah, fabulous. I think we could change the under the uh, the liner notes or whatever for our, yeah. for what this podcast is about and make it about the wombat and the chicken. Yeah. Or what if a chicken and read this book? Here's <laughs> <Right. laughs> a link everything. to the audio. Heidi, Heidi reads the audiobook. <laughs> Go to the link. <laughs> you hear, you do hear Leon making comments in the background. So, uh... <laughs> all right. So AMA, babe, last night on Twitter. All right. So my prompt was friendship, friendship, <laughs> friendship. <laughs> Let's try that again. Take two. Take two. Friendship comes with a variety of expectations, rules, and ideas for what makes a good friend. What's one thing you most want in a friendship? What do you do if you don't get it? That's a good one. Did it? Did it? Did it garner some interesting responses? It garnered. It garnered. It garnered. Jennifer Garner, go. It was. It was. Um... <laughs> you guys missed it. Heidi gave me a little double take. She stopped. Okay, go. Judgment dripping from her face. No, just a oh. just a slight annoyance derision good word derision derision yeah that's a good word all right so at dj hollywood 1360 wrote communication you know i like that mm. is the most important thing in any one of those ships you said there's rules and everything else if you don't communicate what they are in the beginning and agree you're doomed from the start i then start to grow more cautious Ooh. That's so interesting because this um, this one year uh, sort of training thing I'm doing uh, about changing your life and changing your paradigms, which I'm sure I'll be talking about constantly over the next year. But one of the things they have you do is talk about your life in the in the present tense, first person, sort of the ideal part of what your life looks like in an ideal setting. And one of the, the first thing they want you to talk about is relationships you know, what, what your relationships look like. And when I wrote mine out, it was with every person, it was all about having wonderful um, communication, easy and effortless communication and deep connection. So that's so interesting because when I was when talking, you were saying that when you were describing your relationships, they were all easy and effortless. Yes. When I was d oh. describing my ideal relationships that, oh, the ideal, not that you have them, that yes, yeah, what, how I want my relationships to look, the, the top thing that I ended up writing about was easy and effortless and honest communication. So, yeah. So right on whoever said that on Twitter. In your ideal, did they say, and you texting is the best way forward with that? Oh, yeah. That you only text and never meet anybody in person. And um, 
Yeah. Laughter. You know Lots I, of laughter. You, you know what I realized also, which I agree with all of that, yeah. is that while you started to talk about the changes in our podcast, uh, we didn't actually finish the conversation. We got sidetracked <laughs> on your lipstick and the sweater. Is that Not true? surprising. I think so. <laughs> I think we never finished. I just, oh. oh, you're right. You're throw right. it in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And one thing that has not changed is that we change subjects willy-nilly and uh, might get back to the thread, might not. But here's the thing. What we are trying is just the two of us. Just the two of us. We, we can, can make, make it, it if we, we try. try. Just, the, just two the two of us. You and I. You Ooh. and I. You and I. You. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're done with that. Uh, we can't hear you. You're muted. I just see your mouth moving. That first topic that we that we started on, we, we've circled back to that. Uh, minute 32 or whatever this is. Okay, so who was that on Twitter that said the thing about the most important part was communication. communication? DJ Hollywood, 1360. DJ Hollywood, 1360. Do you think so? That... Actually, go. And then someone followed up. I'm sorry, I didn't. I was just going to say someone else talked about communication, where Plucky underscore G I G N O wrote communication. Also, I want my, I want my friends to feel free to speak directly and honestly. I get so frustrated when they beat around the bush, even when they think it's my best interest. It's in my best interest. I end up feeling like I'm wandering in the dark, and I feel like I can't be a good friend to them. Ooh. Yeah, that's I love that. Um, Callie just jumped on the bed and was somewhat distracting. Um, I like the idea of part of a big piece of being able to be a good friend is having your friends be communicate with you honestly. I mean, I know that makes perfect sense, but sometimes be, when we when we're operating from a point of like fear and I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings and what if they think that and what if think then how do you then you're not really being yourself and then you're not really communicating. And then how, where's the connection? And what do you do when you are friends with someone who you don't feel comfortable communicating with in that way? If there's something that's going on and you are vulnerable, no, not you're vulnerable, you're, you need to share something that's the, how you're feeling about the dynamic mm -hmm. and yet fear the reaction. Because it's there with because you either maybe you've had an maybe you already know based on who this person is or maybe you don't. Based you think on you know historical, right? Either you think you know or maybe you've actually had the experience of knowing that they might very well may react with defensiveness and not be able to engage in a thoughtful, conscious conversation around whatever it is that you're bringing up. Well, then I think complicated. Yeah, it is complicated. And then I think you get to make the choice of having, you know, taking the risk and maybe getting the same results that you always do and go, oh, okay, well, there's that information again. Or taking the risk and maybe getting a different communication or deciding that this is not a part of our, you know, that, that my relationship, this relationship has limits. And that's right. one of the limits. 
And, and am I getting enough in all the other departments to stick with it? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with all of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of um, a relationship that I have, and I guess I'm going to have to say had because we're not really, I mean, we text now and again, but every time, I mean, I don't think that I'm, there's no way that I'm blameless in the fact that we've drifted apart. But when I make attempts to say, when can you hop on the phone? Because just these texts, like I'll definitely get a text for my birthday or get a Merry Christmas or that kind of stuff. But then there's all, when I say, when can we hop on the phone? Or I feel sad that we're not more touch. I don't hear back. And so then I just have to go, oh, well, I guess that's what it looks like now. So, yeah, it's not, it's not a, uh, uh, it's complicated. I'm going to stick with the complicated. I think it's nuanced. It's complicated. I think there are, there are a couple things. I think there are friends that you, you would go in and out with where it's, it's not a commentary on the strength of the relationship but more about where you're at in your life and so maybe you don't see them with regularity especially if you don't live in the same area or maybe you don't see them for years but still you can get on the phone and it's as if you were just saw them at the grocery store that morning or for coffee yeah. I don't know why the stop and shop oh, again oh was it the but, stop and shop but <laughs> Piggly Wiggly's pig, what's Piggly Wiggly Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where that is. I just some of it's, it's a TV in the south. Show. It's in the south. Um, Not surprisingly, <laughs> which I didn't mean that. That sounded mean. Like I was putting down this, but it's it's it feels southern, doesn't it? Piggly Wiggly. It feels southern. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. How you Nelsie, get out of that. cut all that out, <laughs> <laughs> including not knowing where Piggly Wiggly came from. Let's pretend that I knew. <laughs> pineapple, 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 pineapple. Um, oh. Anyway, I just I think I think it's uh, anyway. I'm gonna keep reading because there are other th- high. Uh, what else you what got, other, baby? What do other people want in friendship? Mm, okay, we got communication just, twice. Let's see what else we got. Marco F. Cinque, Cin- Cinque. Oh my God, Cinque. Let me start Cinque. that again. <laughs> Marco five C I N Q U E. Oh, oh, right. Because isn't I think that that's five in Italian, isn't it? I think it's Italian. Cinque, 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 cinque. Yeah. Is it cinque or cinque? Oh gosh, like I would know. Undo, I have no idea. Dura, tua, tua. No, that's French. Undo, Due, tua. Cinque. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Italian. With Heine and Nelsie. <laughs> or not. Do not take Italian with us. Anyway. By the end of this 10-week course, you'll know how to say five <laughs> in Italian. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, so he says, I just want someone to be there and try to understand. I don't expect anyone to totally get my neuroses. Fair. At, totally fair. And isn't that what we all want? To be understood. Yes. Right. To be heard, yeah. to be understood for someone to get us at least one person to get us. Oh, God. Can you imagine? I mean, that happens, though. Well, I mean, I, to, to not have at least one person that gets you. Yeah. I mean, to f- not feel gotten. 
Yes. I'd just be heartbroken. But also, heartbreaking. And also, I think there are people that feel that they're not gotten. Well, I would argue, maybe, that this is going back to how you think about something. Yeah. I think there are people that interpret other people's ways of being as in a way that says that they don't feel heard. Right. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. I know you yeah. know what I mean, but I don't know. But it, well, it's, and when, in, in fact, even if I'm witnessing it, even if I'm, I am, if there's more, if there, I'm working with a couple and somebody says, I just don't feel heard. And the other person says, I hear that you're saying that you don't feel heard. They're like, see? <laughs> you know? I, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's well, no well, matter it's, what the person says, they still feel that way. Because your lens is such a big part of it. Your lens. It's like, and look, let's go back to the chicken and the wombat, you know, right? That person is so in, inconsiderate. They're speeding. Well, maybe they're uh, rushing to, you know, um, that person just doesn't get me. Well, maybe they actually do get you, but they just had a different opinion about that specific situation. You know, if, if we're, if we're, I have a friend who, um, Heard it from a friend who, sorry, go on. <laughs> one of, one of the <laughs> dynamics that happens in our relationship is she always felt disappointed in me or that people were always disappointing her. And I had said to her, you know, if you're, if you're always looking for people to disappoint you, they will. If that's the thing that you're looking for, then you'll find it because nobody's going to, nobody's going to act perfectly. But if you're always looking for the ways in which people do come through it's like, you know what? He made me a sandwich, but he didn't cut off the crust. So am I going to focus on the on the sandwich that I got or the fact that, he, you know, we've been married 30 it's a years? a great example. <laughs> I it couldn't is. tell if that, was, if that was sarcasm or not. No, it's, it is a great example. It's such an easy, obvious one. Somebody right. makes you a sandwich and you say, you know, I don't like the crust. Right. You know, well, right. Hey, isn't it nice that this person made you a sandwich? Yes, I appreciate the sandwich. But they but, know I don't like come on. And will will they ever get that? I don't like this says everything right. that says right. everything about them. Not the fact that they went to the store, got the bread, got the kind of peanut but butter. Also, I like. actually, as we're saying that, I do have to acknowledge that the person who's saying I've been saying I don't like crust for 25 years, I would really appreciate. But also here would be the reframe. I would really appreciate it if the next time you make me a sandwich, which I'm so grateful for, you could please cut off the crust. And yeah. then that person has the choice, rather than being disappointed, to get up and make their own sandwich, if that's possible, they're capable, or accept that they're going to have crust. And they yeah, should, or just keep that, a just keep sandwich, a little pocket knife. And the, keep right, a pocket I was gonna say, knife. The sandwich should be served with a knife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is taking responsibility, and as opposed to expending your energy feeling so disappointed that they don't hear you about the crust and that they're still not doing it. Figure out a way to take care of yourself and reframe it. Oh, boom. Mic drop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if that's a mic drop, then I'll just move <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> At Buffalo Traffic wrote, being able to tolerate differences. Fair. Yes. I think that's, that's a good a one. Solid. That's a good one. Who doesn't want that in a friend? It is rough having friends who are judgy, judgmental. And yeah. Yeah. I know that okay. from firsthand experience. And listeners, you know what I'm talking about. 
Heidi is constantly judging how judgy I am, constantly judging my judginess. I cannot take it. <laughs> That's funny. There was just this pause, like you, I know. you threw the ball, you threw the ball up, and we we're both going. It took Heidi a beat. Oh, <laughs> it took her a beat, and then her eyes lit up. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, friendship for me, according to Alfie underscore you, is honesty and not being, being hurt by their opinions. Ah, so you want your, you want your friends to be honest and you personally want to be able to not be hurt by their opinions. Which makes sense and goes back to the taking responsibility for your feelings. I don't know if we've ever talked in here about in here in this room, this little about environment, um, about nonviolent communication. Have we? Yes, yes. And but, so, but I think we can talk, uh, touch say, on it I'll some continue. more. Yeah. So within, because it's a, a whole philosophy, is, right? Right. Which is the same with like a Buddhist philosophy, which is their compassionate communication. And the idea being that when somebody is saying to you, oh, this was the whole, like if you're walking down the street, reframe of somebody spits in your face, how do you, all the different ways people can respond to that. Yeah. Same in that regard, which is somebody is honest with you, you have a choice about how you feel about their honesty. And also somebody can express their honesty without it being in a kind way. Mm. Oh, say. absolutely. Absolutely. So if, How do you so say we, it? Right. And so we talk a lot about not using the word you when you're communicating with someone and saying you're kind of a jerk and therefore, I, you know, I can't be in this relationship with you. Well, that's not going to if if you don't want to be in the relationship, go ahead and say that and walk out. Yeah. But if you're actually wanting to change the dynamic in the relationship, then saying yeah. you're a jerk isn't going to get what you want rather yeah. than saying I feel really hurt when you right. come in at night and are stomping around and making a lot of not stomping around, walking around the house and making noise right. stomping. And I can't sleep. Right. So walk right. stomping is a judgy word, but when you're mm -hmm. moving around the house in a way when that you're floating okay. beautifully around the around our domicile. Also, <laughs> you can't say that either, because that's not accurate, right? So it's just when you come in the house, I, I found... wake up because I'm hearing a lot of noise and and I find it disruptive to my sleep and I have a need for sleep, quiet sleep <laughs> well, that, that I can maintain for at least eight hours. Yes. I like without, this. Without, uninterrupted is the word I'm looking for. There so. you go. This whole like using I statements and, and sticking with your feelings is, is good. And uh, my, my patients and I used to joke, I feel like he's an asshole. Is that a feeling? <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> I feel like you're exactly. stupid. Is that a feeling? Um, and it, and but it does go back to how do you say something to someone in a way that they can hear it, not in a way that makes them cross their arms and lean back and think, you know, I hate you. You know. But also, can I reframe even that? It's Please. not how do you say something to make someone understand it. It's more how do I say something that increases the opportunity for me to be heard. Mm, mm hmm. Mm -hmm. It's still about me, right? It's still not about trying to get you to do something. It's about me needing to do something. I need to communicate with you because I have something I need to say. 
Right. I don't know how you're going to react. I don't know how you're going to respond. I don't know how you're going to feel about it. I don't know anything. I have no power or control over that. What I do have power and control over is how I say it. Right. After I finish saying whatever it is I want to say with with hopefully the intention of starting a conversation. Right. If the. If I can say what I need to say in the kindest way possible, which and with creating ownership taking ownership for it, which is all how I feel, not what you've done. Mm-hmm. Then whatever happens, happens. Yeah. If the person, if the person reacts in a way, in a really defensive way or can't hear it or any of that. Okay. Then that's yeah. information for me. Right. 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 So have you heard the expression, say what you mean, but don't say it meanly. Have you heard that? I mean, I don't. Come on, put it on a pillow. Needle pointed for God's sake. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Why don't you do that in your spare time? Oh, <laughs> and then you could put that on, put it on your, put it hanging on your wall behind you, or, a, behind me. or there's a spot right there. There's a, a spot there's room. where you could put it. <laughs> but I just thought of that. It's somewhat corny, but it is good. Say what you mean, but don't say it meanly. Um, yeah, no, it makes sense. So you okay? So what we've got so far is we've got communication. We've got wanting to be heard. We've got. Um, we don't want someone to be to be uh, open to differences and this what was the, la- what was we the do last want one honesty yes someone to be open to differences and the last one is honesty but then not feeling um criticized right did i get that right right yeah so right. anything else because i i have my i have like my, my top three things that i want and okay in so i can i can shorten it in some ways to say other people talked about wanting loyalty um and reciprocity was a big one. Mm-hmm. I had to cut ties with several who I found just don't care about me the same way I care for them. I was wasting energy pursuing them. Now that energy goes to my MVPs. Mm. Someone else speaking, I mean, which that's a which great one. Which is my very, uh, an, 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 sorry, go ahead. MVPs are my very important people, people, people peeps, most valuable. valued, valued people. There we go. Jeez. Um, I think there were other people that jumped on the reciprocity band wagon and someone else who wrote, I think that that's a common thing too, where you were, I, I regularly hear about people feeling that they're the ones making all the effort. And so then they get to a point where they stop making the effort and then nobody's calling. And then there's that. That's information. That's information. And also then there you are standing at the crossroads saying, well, if I don't call, I'm not hanging out with anyone and I, I have no friends to hang out with, but I'm tired of being the one that calls. And so one of the things that we talk about is going towards the people that offering reciprocity, who are yeah. interested and excited yeah. and able to make that call. Yeah. And and if there are, because the, sometimes also you find, I think people find that there's looking in this direction in one direction and trying to call these five people and making all the effort and then there's this one person that's always calling them and that's yeah. the one that you don't really pay much attention to so maybe Interesting. put your energy towards that person that's tre- reaching out right and that begs the question that if you're um if you're trying to get something back from the, these people or this person that they're just not giving back are you recreating a dynamic that's a very old dynamic right like if you know maybe that's a dynamic that happened in your family that you're always trying to get some sort of recognition or reciprocity from a sibling or a parent 
that wasn't there. So it's a very old story and an old dynamic that yeah. was set in motion way back when. Right? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I have two or three friends that I have reached out to a few times since I moved from New York and one is since I moved from Pine Beach to kind of keep the friendship going. And um, I didn't really get the reciprocity. And so even now when I think about texting them or I think about, I go, oh, okay. And so I've just stopped and I'm not, I'm not really. I do the same. I, I feel a little bit sad. Yeah. But I go, but may, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that they're mean or they don't like me or whatever. It's just, uh, uh, you know, it's okay to let that go. Um, so There's, I've done I think, that. I, for, I think for me, it runs, I have uh, all, all different versions of that. I have friends that stopped engaging. If I do text, they respond. But other than that, never hear from them. And that makes me sad. Or I feel sad about that and and miss them. And so I while I can let that go and it's not supposed to be and all of that, I also just still also feel sad. Then there are friends who I speak to so infrequently, but sometimes they reach out, even if it's a happy birthday or a what's up thinking about you or remember this picture of us and this time in our lives and I can do the same. And if we do see each other, it's like no time has passed, but I don't, but it feels reciprocal even in well, because those are the that's the dynamic. That's sort of that's sort of the right. unspoken agreement of this relationship. We might not talk for three years, but when we talk, you know, um, it's fantastic. Or I I still think of you, and you are as precious to me as you've always been. Right. Yeah, that's right. how it is yeah. with two of my best friends from high school, who um, one of them married my brother, and they were married for like thirty five years. And you know, I don't think it, I realized that, Sean. Sean, my, my brother Dick's ex-wife, um, is one of my best oh. friends. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I yeah. Okay. She's Wait, and, the one and that has the house? The one that has the house. Oh. The one that just moved out of Santa Cruz to San Diego County and has dogs and cats. And yeah. And we might not talk for six months, you know. And But like when I saw her and Wendy, Wendy's the other one who I've been friends with, I've been friends with both of them since I was in ninth grade, you know, do and we had, know, what was it? Fiston? Do they know the Fiston? It just, yeah, kind of, but that was sort of a different group. Like mm. in my high school, there were like sort of the hippie granola ratatouille eating group. And then like Marie Fiston. Yeah. Ratatouille. <laughs> Sorry. I know that's actually a dish, but I was, I was thinking of the movie, but, and I was thinking, I think she's saying it wrong, but I think you're not. It was, it was a dish before it was a movie. And... No, I know. <laughs> For whatever reason, in like 1972, the in like yeah. in 1972, if you were in a certain all the rage. group, well, if you were in a certain group, you would make banana bread. You stopped shaving your armpits and your legs. You'd listen to Joni Mitchell, and it's only in when you when you had people over. You ought, somebody would make ratatouille. I don't know. Why do you think that listening to Joni Mitchell equals hair? Hairy pits, hairy legs? Because I think that that's a thing. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that everybody who listens to Joni Mitchell necessarily doesn't shave, but I do think that there is a There's a correlation. Population. I think there's a Venn diagram. There's definitely a Venn diagram. <laughs> that's interesting. Because you know what? Joni did her own thing. People and whether who shave she shave and straighten their hair wouldn't dare listen to Joni. 
or Joni wouldn't dare allow them. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. Okay. So, all right. So the last thing is, so sorry, a few more things, loyalty and natural ease, sincerity, things that just click. Sometimes when I struggle with people in the most mundane situations, I appreciate how easy it is with my real friends. Going back to what you were saying earlier about ease and someone said um, telepathy. And I said, that could make communication easier or more complicated. (laughs) Could go either way. And those two, they never talk or text. They're just always having these telepathic conversations. But I wonder, I was thinking in in telepathy, are you, is it like a text because you hear the thought and think, what's that supposed to mean? (laughs) Right. Because you hear the thought, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have context. Context. Right. (laughs) All right. And the number one reason, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that people, the thing that pe- the quality that people want in friendship, according to at Mitch McCumstain, mm-hmm. no, Mitch, cocaine. what, cocaine? <laughs> Wait, Cumstain or cocaine? <laughs> according to Mitch McCumstain, Ooh, okay. cocaine is the number one. Quality of- <laughs> All right, Mitch, that was a good. You made me laugh. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm concerned That's about it. your Twitter handle, but aside from that, uh... <laughs> you're solid. Yeah, you're you solid. Really well. Solid. <laughs> um, so, what would your? Do you have a top two or three for friends, Heidi? Oh, also empathy. Someone else put um, uh, oh, top yeah, three. Empathy. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think reciprocity is a great one. Not yeah. in this is not in any order. Reciprocity, kindness, uh, generosity of spirit and heart, and laughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that was four, but that's okay. How many did you say? I said three, but that's you know. Dare you? Make it small. <laughs> I want your top hundred things you look for in a friend. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, should I go in alphabetical order? Yes. I want them to have a wonderful the alphabets. aura. They should have a good aura. <laughs> B, they should be beautiful. C, they should be cunning. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious. Curious. Very good. Okay. Not dogmatic. Mm, mm. Um, delightful. Delicious. Delightful. Yes. Effervescent. Oh, I was like, that's or not e. a D. Right I, I moved on. I moved I on. I got to that. E. I got that. Frank. We're gonna do it, aren't we? Giggly. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Forget. Let's just cut it because you and I will keep going. <laughs> you know what? what? Next week we'll start with H. That's what I'm just saying. I'm just saying we'll start with H. Okay, happy. What? <laughs> Ingenious. Or hilarious. Ingenious. Oh, yes. Yes. In- intuitive. Mm. <laughs> we, can't, we cannot help ourselves. Okay, okay. We're stopping. We're moving on. Because I'm going to tell you my top three. Oh, what the heck? My top four things that are important for me in a friendship. Jolly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Giggly, hilarious, and jolly. We've already got three things that have to do with laughing. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, we like to laugh. 
I think that's fair. Knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, for H, could be heart-centered. Mm, nice, nice. Okay. We don't usually give our listeners an assignment. I want... <laughs> Finish the alphabet for us. Please, please. <laughs> Do go to Twitter, uh, Heidi El Haddad on Twitter, and uh, and just do it. Um, so my top four, what are my top four? I just know that she's thinking H-O-J-K-L. She's thinking of an L right now. No, I'm not now. I'm done. Okay, good. You're good. Now I'm thinking I sh- on Twitter, I, I, how would that go if I said, this is your assignment to the <laughs> alphabet A through Z of all the things you'd want in a friend? Zestful. <laughs> Okay, go. Okay, <laughs> I can't stop. Um, I think that, I think sense of humor is so important to me because for me, a sense of humor, that that encompasses a lot of things. It encompasses whether they get me or not, like if we laugh at the same things. And it also tells me something about who they are, if they are a person who likes to laugh. Um, unfortunately, Heidi just fails this part, just fails it. <laughs> But she's got good accessories. So. Hurts from <laughs> so, and I would say um, heart centric, also sort of empathetic and kind. Like that heart part is really important to me. Um, loyal, and and I don't know reciprocity, generosity. I don't really know. You said three. I know, you but you have to find your fourth. But, uh, yeah, that's true. You're not so that that that's. <laughs> Just because I don't listen to directions doesn't mean you don't need to listen to your own. Yeah, right. Suddenly I've got to come up with a fourth. Yeah. So that's it. I would have to say a main theme I have in my friendships across the board are what you said are, no, not what you said, are definitely sense of humor and laughing and able to just dig in and talk about whatever length of time. Yeah. Like just, yeah. If I... I remember my what? grandfather used to say to me, who are you talking? How are you talking for so long? What are you talking? I don't know. He doesn't at all sound like an old Jewish man, but even despite the fact that he was, but he didn't sound like that. But still, it was that I don't even understand. What could yeah. you possibly yeah. have to talk about after you've covered the weather? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Possibly exactly. Dig in about? And Doug is Doug always says, uh, like when I get into a deep conversation, whether it's with you or patients or yeah, you guys were in the yapatorium. Like that's, he's just like, <laughs> he doesn't get it. Doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah, you wish you were in the yapatorium. Yeah. <laughs> and yet get him on a certain subject and you can't shut him up. So, you know, but I think, yeah, being able to just talk and riff and just surf yeah. ideas and thoughts and feelings. I'm with you, baby. I mean, it's the best. It's the best. Don't you think? I do. I love it. That was exhausting in a good way. Like, I feel like I could nap now because we laughed so much. Why did you? Okay, anyway. What were you going to say? No, we don't have a timer. But I know that we started pretty much on time. And uh, I'm looking at the clock. Here's the thing that I wanted to talk about that I feel like is, is kind of fun and cool. And it's a slightly different. It's not something new. Oh, just say it, Nelsie, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little glimpse into what happens inside of Nelsie. <laughs> okay. Go. 
Continue. representing myself. Shut up. I'm getting to it. All right. Why are you so mean? Okay. Which... We're back. Okay. <laughs> that was super fun. I, my face, I have. I don't think I've stopped smiling this entire time. Yeah. Thanks, Elsie. Was... Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Elsie. I'm just <laughs> so full of gratitude. Thank you so much. <laughs> It's totally gonna do that too. That's just so fun. So happy that you're my friend. This was fun. Okay, let's end this with you. Okay, so rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> you guys what next now? week. Rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, if you have any questions that we can answer or explore or get into topics or ideas or situations. Reach out to me. Uh, Ratatouille recipes. Reach out to Heidi. Twitter and Twitter at Heidi L. Haddad. Or you can email us at what if nothing's wrong. Wrong at gmail.com. It might be what if nothing's wrong podcast. Just oh. Twitter. Just tweet me. Just tweet her. Just... And I'm not very good at that email situation. So yeah, just tweet me. Yeah. Tweet me. Never See you next week. <gasps> Bye. Hey, Bye. wait. Oh. oh, don't forget. Hmm. We want you next time you're feeling bad or low or sad or confused. Ask yourself the question. What if nothing is wrong? Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> if I could turn back. Oh my down. God, stop recording. <laughs> When you're out to talk, a father doesn't recognize you. Find your joy. When you're spooning with a stranger and they won't let you kiss them, find your joy. When your house breaks of weed and your kids hallucinating, find your joy. Find your joy. When you stick your dick and scare me when you talk like stupid.